0: and welcome to the Keep It Local Maine podcast where we tell the stories of local business owners and Maine residents and learn more about what they do, who and what inspires them, their challenges, successes, and more. My name is Todd Regalinski.
1: And I'm Kimberly Regalinski.
0: And we are the publishers of Keep It Local Maine, a local magazine that helps to showcase local businesses to the people in and around their communities. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast that you can subscribe to on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can learn more about us at keepitlocalmaine.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram through the links in the show notes. In this episode, we'll be talking with Ian Miller.
1: Ian transplanted to Maine from Connecticut nearly 15 years ago. He is the chef and owner of Pepper's Landing and Sea Salt Lobster Restaurant. Food and hospitality have been part of his life since his early teen years. Being in Maine with the bounty of seafood is a perfect match for him and led to opening the restaurants he has. Most people only experience Maine a time or so a year. He believes we are fortunate to have the Maine experience every day. Welcome to the show, Ian.
2: Oh, well, welcome. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me on.
1: Yes, we're so glad that you're here yeah. today.
0: Why are you waving at me? You've got the first question. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we just started I know this and is, here uh, we go. I know.
1: <laughs> so, um, Ian, one of the questions I had was, um, how did you originally get into working in restaurants and hospitality? How did you start in this industry?
2: Yeah, no, that's a, a good question for... I guess it gives a little bit of my background. Well, uh, I was about 14 years old and uh, a local restaurant where I was born and raised down in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. I was born in Wolcott, Connecticut, uh, central, around Waterbury is what I always relate people to. Um, Mm -hmm. This restaurant moved from a small location to a big location. Uh, They were kind of family friends of ours and uh, i was actually looking for a job not in my family's business which i was doing at that time and uh, took a job as a as a prep cook kind of dishwasher Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, that lasted for one day in that position and then they asked Mm -hmm. me if i wanted to kind of run what they called their hot appetizer station and uh kind of the the rest fell into history from there. I, I just, like, food was always a real passion mm-hmm. for me growing up. My my mother was always, and, and still is, a, a, an amazing cook. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our house revolved around food. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we we were all big eaters. My my mm-hmm. father, myself, my brother, and my sister, for that matter, too. And um, kind of just fell into it. As a kid, I was always going to be a veterinarian, which my, my family is all in that industry Hmm. um so it was it was quite a change for for me to jump into food service and hospitality but it it fell very natural for me Mm -hmm. i always as a as a teenager you know friends were over my my family was always we've always been into hunting so you know i I can recall like you know making venison steak sandwiches for Mm -hmm. like me and my friends at my house growing up as a kid Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and once i jumped into the industry as an actual job it was like my zen it was like where i was meant to be mm, um and uh you know i was i was 15 years old and i was running a uh, a very busy station within a kitchen and all my coworkers were much much older than me and had years of experience i had days and weeks of experience wow. that uh <laughs> you know, and it just worked. I don't know if it was, uh, the, the day Uh of modern television with, you know, uh, the food network at, at its early times then when I was a, when I was a kid and stuff like that. But, uh, it just, it it just fell natural. And I, I continued to do that. And then, you know, it was coming to the point of graduating high school and it was like, okay, well, what are we going to do? And so I I actually took a year off. I didn't go right away to college. And, Mm um, My chef that I worked under, his wife was a pastry chef at another location, um, another restaurant, uh, in a couple towns over that was really well known for kind of some more high end, um, food and local, local, f- uh, farm to table movement. And, mm-hmm. um, and at that time, I mean, that was pretty early for that, that trend mm-hmm. and, um, he was a, I got, got, he got me a job at that, at that restaurant. It was Carol Peck's good news cafe in Woodbury, Connecticut. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, that, that catapulted me, I think even further, um, just cause you know, the food was amazing. We were using, you know, all kinds of great local ingredients, mm-hmm. the pace and the, and the, the drive of that, that restaurant, it was just, it sucked me in. It was, uh, mm-hmm. it, and, uh, I use that, that time to, to uh, make the proper decision of what I wanted to do for college. Um, I didn't want to waste my, my time in school. Um, It's kind of how I am in general. I don't really like to waste time with things. So Mm
0: -hmm. I,
2: you know, it was like, okay, well, the Culinary Institute of America, that's, that's my destination. Um, You know, best kind of has the reputation of the best culinary school in the United States or the world for that matter. Very progressive, uh, intense schooling. And, um, like I said in the beginning, it was really natural for me. It was just like That's what great. drew me in. And I, I just ran with it. Um, That's great. and, uh, you know, That's I've, great. I've just kept it. It hasn't stopped. I was 15 years old. I'm, I'm 38 now. And I, I just kept going and going and going yeah. and wow. I love it. I absolutely love it.
1: I love that picture that you, that you pointed and how, you know, it did, it started with family, you know, how food can do that. It just kind of unites, um, and it brings people together. And so it just, it's such a, it's, it started with, you know, just that, that family piece. And it's so cool to see that. I mean, I can see that picture and that passion there.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it was, you know, holiday times, I guess we're coming up on Thanksgiving. That was always like really big in my house where uh, we all got together. I mean, we don't, I don't have a huge family, but we all got together and, you know, I always wanted to be a part of of the the cooking process, and mm-hmm. you know, my mother would be making the turkey early in the morning. And you know, we something that we always do in our family is we always have uh, like a shrimp cocktail platter, and we always have like kind of a cheese charcuterie type board. Mm-hmm. Um, been doing that since I was a little kid, and that that was like my role actually. Mm-hmm. Always like that nice. was my thing. My mother would always like get everything ready for me and be like, "All right, put your stuff together, do whatever you and it's it's crazy as I think back on it how how influential I guess that was in yeah. my career of where I am today.
1: Just that creativity she gave you that creativity yeah. to do that yeah. as Todd would call it.
0: What do you call it, Todd? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I only do that to tease you. Okay, I, he no, calls no, it right? a meat
1: and cheese platter. I, I tell him, I try to explain to him it's charcuterie. Yeah. He says, Are you going to make a meat and cheese platter? It, it riles me right up. But I well, it's. <laughs>
0: I just do that. I just do that to make sure you know you keep the blood warm. That's yes, all. yes. Yeah. But
1: I love that. That's such a great picture. That you know, just seeing your mom and two of
0: eat. Kim's favorite things: shrimp cocktail yes. and charcuterie oh, boards. Those them. are like, but
1: oh, 50... I could make a meal. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think actually, I think Kim has made a meal out of those before.
1: Yeah, for sure. But that's just—it's so cool to see that how that passion started so young. Um, it's just—it's—it's it's a great picture for sure.
0: Yeah. Did you? Did, did you kind of get kicked back when you were like 15 years old and you're kind of running a section of the kitchen and did you ever, or did, was everyone just kind of like, Oh, Oh no, got I this.
2: definitely had to prove myself. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, certainly got plenty of, uh, I guess the best way for this, uh, medium that we're in to call it is constructive criticism. Um,
0: <laughs> borderline you know,
2: hazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I don't know if either of you have ever worked in restaurants or anything, but, oh yeah, you know, oh, kitchens yeah. can be, um, Colorful. Uh, yeah, colorful. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. It, I was it, trying to find a diplomatic way to say that. Good on you, can Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's high stress. It's busy. Um, yeah. You know, this, this was a busy restaurant. We you know, we sat close to 300 people in there. Uh, oh. Wow. You know, big menu, kind of your, I guess I would classify it as, you know, your, your, kind of an American style restaurant, you know, had a little Mm -hmm. bit of everything on it, Um, you know, and it's that, that rest, that original restaurant, Mad River restaurant, which I first started in that place got me, I guess I could say that one is what really catapulted me into the industry because I was, I had drank the Kool-Aid. I was, I was on board. I was, Mm. I was like, this is where I'm going. Um, Yeah, You know, some people like you're crazy. You work ungodly hours of, of the, of the the week, and you know, you are always at work at nights. And but I enjoyed it. I didn't mind. I didn't mind, yeah. you know, that separating me from my friends or what have you, because that it, it was a passion.
1: That's so cool.
0: Yeah, that's great. Uh, so now you have your current situation is you have uh, Sea Salt Lobster Restaurant mm-hmm. in Saco, and then you have Pepper's Landing, which is in uh, Brunswick. Yep,
2: and, and then we, we also all, have Rochester as well.
0: Which I just saw that, which is kind of funny, being you know coming from, you know, one town over in Dover, New Hampshire, it's kind of, I saw that. I'm like, whoa, hey, wait a minute. I've heard of that place. And so you've got multiple locations here. I mean, can you kind of give us an overview of of what you do? What what are the concepts behind these restaurants and and kind of just a a view of of what your current situation is?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So everything started with Sea Salt Lobster. Um, I wish I could take the credit for creating that actual restaurant, but um, I did not. My business partner, Maury Highbarger, actually started that whole concept as an extension from the wholesale seafood company that they had started ten years prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um, when they moved to their current location in Saco and built their building and everything, and just the good location that it is, being mm-hmm. right on Route One, Saco, you know, Old Orchard tourism, and you know, sunny Saco, Maine they opened this restaurant that they felt was going to be just kind of a, um, a modern take on a lobster shack and might not even be year round. Mm. And that quickly morphed into, well, what sea salt is today, year round, busy, good local following, you know, it originally was going to be a, just a a counter service style restaurant, not a, um, not a full service style restaurant. And um, once it turned into that, shortly after that is when I came into the picture, I had a relationship with sea salt and my partner from when they first started their wholesale company. I was one of their first customers at a restaurant that I was running in a gun and just continued our relationship. You know, I, I did little side jobs for them. I, I would do some, you know, um, tasting events and whatnot for them, for, for clients and stuff. And, um, then four years ago, I was looking at something else to actually go out on my own. I've, I've been in a walk of, of corporate and uh, fine dining restaurants and stuff prior. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, the deal that I was trying to put together on my own restaurant, it really wasn't, uh, it wasn't great. And I had actually inquired with Maury, my partner. I said, hey, can you look at this? He's very financially... Um, he has good acumen for that that mm. line of, uh, of the business. And, uh, you know, he presented me with the offer of like, hey, this isn't going to work, but what if I was to sell you part of this company? I said, well, that would work. That sounds like a great opportunity. <laughs> so yeah. I just kind of jumped in and uh, I, I bought a, a good portion of Sea Salt Lobster Restaurant with the intent um, of using my skill set of, mm. you know, helping to improve the restaurant, helping to grow the culinary level in there and and just improve things and with the intention of us growing and expanding into other watch other operations um, mm. at the time we actually weren't even thinking it was other restaurants we were thinking more of like an event type business but we quickly realized we had a great concept with sea salt mm. and we've we had these developers that were um, very keen on our concept and wanted us within their locations. And mm-hmm. um, that's how we kind of formed Pepper's Landing. Pepper's Landing is named after my business partners, after Maury's uh, grandfather, Pepper Martin, who mm-hmm. has, he was, he was a main, he he was just a true main man um, mm-hmm. from guiding to, hunting and fishing and very integrated with the, um, with the Indians up in um, old town. There's just, there's, I mean, there's hours and hours of like this cool stories mm. and um, which it, it made our brand really feel true. Like we yeah. we're not, too, we didn't just come up with some hokey name. We have, yeah. we have a name. We, that, that really means something. And yeah. it, it really, it means and mirrors a lot of what we're about, and that's that's focusing on high quality, sustainable Maine seafood because that was okay. kind of how the the wholesale business was founded was really showcasing and and branding the Maine lobster brand, mm-hmm. um, which has so much height behind it and prestige. You know, the Maine lobsters are all around the world; they're known as. You know some of the best of the best and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what maine as a as a state does for lobster and the seafood industry is much superior to that of what our neighbors to the north of canada do like they're, the 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 product is just handled differently from start to finish mm-hmm. um and and that's something we really wanted to focus on as a as a restaurant and you know we We only use fresh seafood. That's great. We we really focus on those. So started with our Brunswick location actually a year and a half ago. Works pretty well. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, we've gone through some tough times lately. But um, while that was developing, we also moved into our our Rochester location, which is really a great location. Rochester, New Hampshire has um, a beautiful market basket plaza that they built it's called the ridge it's a it's a huge beautiful plaza that's got all kinds of amenities to it that really has a great draw to it um, nice. and we kind of built our flagship location there if you will we're we're freestanding location really the the design of the exterior and interior really was able to come together there um, we did the best we could with Brunswick Brunswick were actually a unique uh, spot for for New England anyways we're a restaurant within a a strip like there's yep. there's a, a Shaw's anchor on one end and we're on the very far end we're actually mm-hmm. you know in line it we call it an inline strip or you know mm-hmm. it's it's within a plaza it's not it's not freestanding mm-hmm. um, yeah that's a uniqueness for New England other parts of our country yeah. that is pretty common yeah um, you find fine dining restaurants and not that we're fine dining but um nice restaurants and you know sit down style restaurants within these plazas right. um, it's been definitely a learning curve for um, our Brunswick customers it's like they come yeah. in and they're like oh my I didn't even know this was here like this is <laughs> yes. beautiful they come in and they like have this beautiful dining room they can go sit down in so it's really cool, That's so cool. Um, you know and, and our focus is providing a great main experience from the food to the service um I, love that. I mean here in maine we're i'm a transplant to maine as i as i indicated to y'all in my in my bio mm-hmm. but as i've transplanted though i've put deep deep roots and yeah um, you know i i'm a i'm a 50 foot oak tree in in uh this state <laughs> now with, with my roots i i i live in live and breathe the 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 mantra here so definitely it's that's been great. an exciting uh exciting run yeah
1: that's yeah amazing
0: So one, one thing I just kind of want to ask because you kind of had an old school apprenticeship, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in, in restaurants. Is that something that you kind of try to, to do in your restaurants now? Do you look for, for younger folks who are working there to be like, you know what, I think this person, they might have something, this might be something they want to do. Is that something you kind of carry on now?
2: Oh, we definitely do. Um, it's, that's always been process that I, that I, I really live by, um, you know, in owning my own places or even before when I was, you know, a chef in a kitchen or running food service units or whatnot. Finding those people that have that desire and, you know, you see the skills in them Mm -hmm. and, and being able to promote from within and grow is something that I just thrive on. I I, I love it. It's, it makes my day and what I do all worth it in the end. If I can maybe help shape somebody's career or whatnot, I take a lot of pride in that. And um, yeah, we've had a few of those individuals. I've had, uh, I've had a couple individuals they've been with us for, you know, since our beginning and, um, you know, we've, we've grown them and they've grown with us and Mm -hmm. uh, now they hold more leadership roles with us and, and, you know, have grown their culture, um, and and degree level with us, which is really great.
1: So how do you, how do you keep your, you have such a passion for food. How do you keep that passion for food in business going?
2: There's all, uh, there's there's a number of ways that, uh, that, that I, I have to do (laughs) to do that because well, with any business, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm a very competitive individual, so me seeing what others are doing is a, is one way. You know, my, mm-hmm. my fellow neighbors or whatnot that are, you know, social media posts and this and that, I see that and I'm like, ooh, okay, that inspires me for the next mm-hmm. step. Just the beautiful products that I get to work with too yeah. are, it's hands down, you can't ask for anything more inspiring than when you can work with some of the best in my world, seafood for that matter. So really work with those. And um, I, I think my competitiveness is, is the thing that really helps me drive on a daily basis because
0: mm-hmm.
2: I always want to be better than I was yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. I steal that from CrossFit. I do a lot of CrossFit um, mm-hmm. to keep myself... Motivated and keep my my brain clear, but better than yesterday is a is a saying yeah. we always use. So I always try and be better than I was yesterday. Yeah. Um, when you see the customers and you create special moments for people, mm-hmm. that is more fuel than than any food or. Anything could be, you know, when, whether it's just a simple birthday or it's just a simple date night out for a couple mm-hmm. and they're like, so happy when they leave and they're like, oh, I love this place. You have great food. That's a, that's an ego. Bo- yeah, yeah. I mean, that's an ego booster right there to the extreme.
1: That's great. I just, I was thinking about it and it, what boils, it, it, chefs really are artists, you know, you're creating and you are really you're an artist, and I, I was think, and it makes me think. You know, when, when you go to a restaurant sometimes, or you find a dish that, that is just mind blowing. It, it literally is like you're eating a piece of art.
2: Right. You exactly. You know, and
1: so it, that there's so much creativity there. I love food, so there's so much creativity there, and it just you, you really do have this, this form of art that you put out.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a culinary arts degree is what we go and get, and I've used that analogy before i said you know i can't draw to save my life but i can make food look really good and taste really good Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that that's my that's my medium of uh of of artistry because don't ask me to draw a picture because it's (laughs) it's stick figures and uh and bubbles that's about as far as i get absolutely Uh, well
0: and i think it's cool too the way especially when you watch some of you know cooking shows or or even some of the master classes that are out there for cooking and things like that and you see the the chef get excited like legitimately just excited when they're looking at the ingredients themselves and they're just like oh my gosh this is such a beautiful piece of you know steak or this oh look at these look at these scallops they're gorgeous and just using that type of language is amazing to me that you know they're looking at scallops, I'm like, Yeah, those okay, those are scallops. Yeah. You know? And and they're like, Oh, these are gorgeous and look at this and they last and, and just the feel of them and all that. I'm like, Wow, that's that's on a whole other level, but I imagine that you know painters look at it and like, oh my gosh, this color, this is the this is the color orange I've been looking for forever. Which I mean, hey, I mean, you make you make you know lobster every day, you know, but you've got to find different things to be excited about it every day. So the it's funny the, living uh, that mantra. Yeah. It's,
2: it's funny you use the analogy of scallops um, because scallops are something that I get super excited about. We get our our sourcing group, our, our sales team that that does purchasing and stuff for us from the wholesale company. Cause we buy all of our own seafood from my business partner's company, the wholesale mm-hmm. company and scallops are something that when they come in and they're these beautiful, uh, I mean, they're so fresh that they're, they're practically still moving. <laughs> like we get super excited about that. Like That's I true. see them and I'm like, Oh my God, these are great. And I'm whether I'm slicing them super thin and, and doing a, a quick, like, crudo style dish or I'm like oh we got to get a good sear on these and you know we we taste them out just because they'll, they'll be mm. so tasty and sweet at that time that we're like oh my god these are amazing we get yeah we get so excited about food items like that you know a, a really great piece that comes in whatever it may be a fish or meat I mean we serve a lot of meat we don't just serve seafood as we do serve you know land animals so sometimes you see a, a great cut of steak or beef and we're like oh look at that beautiful it's got these you know great marbling it's really yeah. nice color and, and this, yeah, I'm those hungry are, now those are, yeah.
1: like I want to eat all this now <laughs> like,
2: well you guys aren't far that. from the restaurant I so I mean the restaurant uh, Seesaw opens at 11 so I know
1: I and I love I love your fried and, and there your, the
0: business comes in I know yeah. and I love
1: your um your fried clams and you that your lobster bisque that you've done oh my gosh yeah it's amazing and my daughter my daughter loves it too we Thanks. love. She loves the treasure, ch- the treasure chest. Thing oh, that you guys yeah. do. it's so it's so fun. But yeah, your food is amazing. Thank I'm you. hungry now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, what what would you say? Uh, so this is kind of a two parter. Uh, what what has been your biggest challenge this year, and what would you say has been your biggest success this year?
2: Yeah. Um, so big challenges, obviously, this year is uh, well the ever looming. Mm. COVID-19, which has presented challenges that uh, they don't have a, a rule book for. There's no, there's no guidebook for that. Yeah. So that's been, you know, from just navigating the, you know, the, the regulations and restrictions that we need to do and keeping everybody happy and being able to provide hospitality along the way is, has been definitely challenging. It, it changes things. You know, I think of my servers and when the, things were first coming out and they're like, okay, you know, everybody needs to wear a mask. And I'm like, wow, that's going to be really difficult for servers. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. communicate, human communication is done a lot with facial expressions. So that's, it's really hard. Um, I've actually had customers at times that I've gotten feedback like, Oh, you know, my server just did, they didn't seem like they were connecting with me or whatever it may I'm like, I'm really sorry. Or somebody was rude or whatever. I said, I'm really sorry. And I, you know, these are people I know really well and I'm like I know they wouldn't be rude or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I kinda I'm like, I'm really sorry, you know, the facial expressions, it's really hard, yeah, you know. We almost yeah. have to, you know, as we all know, talking with a mask on, you almost you have to talk louder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to yeah. so you're almost kinda yelling at people at times. So it's <laughs> like definitely a challenge challenge there. I mean, the mm-hmm. initial shutdown was a, a huge yeah. challenge for yeah. for us to be able to navigate and changed a lot of how we do things. You know, we mm-hmm. went fully takeout. Okay. Um, we did a lot of takeout before, but you know, the first weekend night we realized, okay, we're not prepared for this. Mm-hmm. We only had, we had one phone in the restaurant. Um, wow. that was all we ever needed before. Um, right. you know, mm-hmm. maybe there would be the times that somebody would call and they'd get a busy signal or whatever, or they'd get put to our voicemail. But it, it, that was far and few between. Well, mm-hmm. it was to the point the phone was ringing off the hook so much that you couldn't even answer, like you had trouble answering it because you'd answer it and then it'd be ringing in your ear. So you, you know, it'd be call waiting or whatever in right. your ear. You wouldn't be able to like hear the person, so, yeah. you know, had to add phone lines, had yeah. to create an online ordering platform, all these new challenges for us. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely been, been hard. Um adjusting work schedules for people and and that stuff knock on wood i've been very fortunate that Mm -hmm. uh with i have a total of about 87 employees between three locations Mm -hmm. we have been very safe and everyone's been healthy we haven't had any 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 issues of of uh corona or anything like that amongst our team which that's been really really good um which kind of i guess Mirrors the the question of my my biggest success and us keeping everybody safe. That's mm. been really the the big success of the year. You know, I, I would great. put that on our first on our forefront. And yeah. um, because th- I mean, they really are like they're all we're all like family um, in each individual restaurant. We all know each other very well. Mm-hmm. We we spend a lot of time together. So really, really important it's that everybody remains safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other biggest success i would say right now is that we opened a brand new restaurant in the middle of a pandemic Um, we opened rochester june 8th so wow that that's huge that was huge it was you know it was kind of daunting it was like how are we going to do this and well we did it and that one was you know we were serving for the first week 100 percent outdoors because new hampshire went to indoor service on June fifteenth. So we were the first week of business 100% outdoors. And we were doing substantial numbers. Like I don't even know how we were doing it was, Mm. it was amazing what we were doing. I was like, this is chaos. But it's, uh, it's the fun kind of chaos for us. (laughs) Um, Which people outside of the industry don't necessarily understand all the time. But there is a a degree of chaos that's Mm. fun for us. So um, mm-hmm. that's oh great. yeah, yeah. I would, I would say that that everyone being safe is definitely the the biggest success of this year for sure.
0: Yeah. As as someone who's only worked as a as a wait, a wait staff and not been in the kitchen, so many times I've looked back there, and I'm like, I'm glad they know what's going on because yeah. I've had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That just looks like a bunch of people shouting and moving around. I'm, yeah. I don't know I don't know how any of this works. It's right.
1: amazing. <laughs> it's such a testament to you know w- obviously the hard work that you guys have put in and. Just the fact that you you, you value your employees, um, I love that. It's just yeah. it's, it's just a uh, beautiful with, picture.
2: Without my employees, I'm I'm just one one mm-hmm. lone guy. Uh, yeah, um, and
1: that's huge. And as a business owner, that that's huge that you see that and that um, that you know a lot of businesses don't always see that. No, they don't. So they don't. that's huge. So my question is, you know, I, I love your passion for what you do, but I, I want to know who or what inspires you.
2: So I, I had mentioned earlier that I grew up in a family-run veterinary business. Mm-hmm. Um, my father, was a, he was a veterinarian for a very, very long time, close to 50 years. He actually practiced. And growing up in that family-owned business, that to this day, even though it's been years since I've been involved and years since they've actually sold the business, a few years since they sold the business and retired... Their passion for what they did and how they walked through life and did what they did is one of my biggest inspirations. Mm. Another one that kind of falls similar is is family. I have, you know, I have a family myself, and being able to provide the life that I do for for my family is is what inspires me all the Mm. time it it Mm -hmm. uh that provides me the energy to wake up all the time and Mm -hmm. uh, and keep going um and then like i mentioned before what builds passion in me is is my competition i i'm competitive i i like to outdo you know the next guy i see something and i say okay how can i do that how can i do it better what Mm -hmm. what can i do to to put my own spin on it um Mm -hmm. And then having my team that I have of, I said, that's about 87 people. Uh, I take a lot of pride in that I'm able to provide a career or a form of income awesome. for these, these individuals and mm-hmm. they're providing for their family. When we did have the first initial shutdown. Well, at that time I only had uh, like 60 ish employees because I only had the two restaurants mm-hmm. right then. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to lay off a number of people for, it was just a short period of time because that was before any assistance came our way and that type mm-hmm. of stuff. That was one of the hardest days that I've mm-hmm. probably ever had in my career was you mm-hmm. know contacting all of them and letting them know, like, yeah, we're not working right now. Um, mm-hmm. And here's how you're going to go collect from, yeah. from, from unemployment. And that was really 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 hard uh mm-hmm. to digest it was definitely not an easy day because it was like yeah. i'm letting all of them down um, right. right now and their 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 income lifts right now so you know th- those are those are my biggest inspirations right yeah. there
0: that's great well ian thank you so much for taking time out of your day to to talk with us and to be here with us i'm going to make sure we have links to all of the locations in the show notes uh and you can still do online ordering and stuff like that for takeout, but uh, yep. at the moment there is still uh, dine-in service and all that happening. Oh, yeah. um, and so I'll make sure I put in uh, all the links, yeah. show notes, uh, social media, all of that fun stuff. Uh, thank you so much for sharing. You know yes. your passion yes. for food so and all great. that. Uh, we're very hungry now. We're hungry. So.
1: <laughs> we're hungry and we're inspired. We're leaving hungry and inspired. Yes.
0: So thank you very much, and uh, and we wish you great success yes. in the in the coming year, especially with the new new location and uh it's just been great to having this conversation with you Absolutely.
2: excellent well yeah thank you for having me a pleasure to be on with you all and uh, and take part in this this venture that you guys are doing <laughs>